0: is up, people. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks podcast here on the DFPN. Uh, we're coming off a good weekend, a good, good couple days here so far uh, in the week. Thanksgiving is upon us uh, if you celebrate that thing. So everybody's going to be cooking, spending time with family. Hope y'all enjoy it. That's for us. We got you another great episode. Before we get into it, let's go over our sponsors. Shout out to the plugs earbuds. www.gettheplugs.com. Also, Fiverr. Shout out to them as well. Shout out to the DF we got a whole bunch of new stuff coming two new podcasts on the way they will be making their debuts here on the patreon uh shortly so we just worked out logos for one intros for the other so we're moving along fast so if you are part of our patreon you have two new shows coming to the patreon for everybody else they'll be a part of our new season so if you want to get in tune with those guys now Join the Patreon again, www.patreon.com, slash that podcast. Shout out to our datfillin family over at Bandcamp. Datfillin.bandcamp.com. New music coming from everybody. So make sure you go tune into that. And also go to spring.com, search that podcast. Get you some gear. To my co-host. The first one, Frankie D. What's up, man? What's up? Uh, I don't know, man. It's been it's been it's been a rough little go of it, bro. Rough go, rough go.
1: Absolutely. So we'll just basically just start to show off. You know, we just we we sometimes we have a format that we go by. We go by this. We go by that. But I'm I'm just gonna start to show off right now. We're talking about. The, the untimely passing of Jason David Frank, um, who was um, – he, he was a big part of of my childhood uh, growing up. Um, I was a huge, huge fan of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers back in the day. Oh, yeah, me too. And yeah. Me too. I, I mean, who wasn't, right? Right. Hey. So, to – Wake up, you know. I, I just gotten off work on Sunday morning, and I get in the house, or whatever, and 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 I'm chilling, and I'm scrolling through the Facebook, and all of a sudden I'm I'm seeing stuff, and um, it was actually one of the one of the guys, um, uh, mutual friend of ours, on uh, Tobias had posted mm-hmm. saying basically, I hope this isn't true, but I'm I'm reading this, and I'm like, what you know, like what the fuck, right? So. Right. I'm I'm going around searching all over Yahoo. I'm searching everywhere. Um, went on TMZ to try to find a story. I couldn't find it there. So I'm like, what's the deal? So then I go to hoaxes, you know, just type in hoaxes. And some people are like, oh, this is a hoax right now and and all that. But at the same time, like, okay, if, if this isn't true, then how come we're not hearing anything from the family? How come Jason Frank has to come up and say, hey, this isn't true? Of what's going down here, you know, and then I'm starting to hear other things. I'm starting to hear that it was a possible uh, suicide that that happened mm-hmm. here, and all this. So we didn't know anything. It wasn't even confirmed yet until later on when it was starting to get confirmed. Now, uh, a, a family rep came out and said, "Hey, this is what happened." Uh, actually, she didn't say what happened. She just basically said that you give the family their privacy so they can try to, you know. Basically, process, you process the information, you know, process what, what's going on here, you know. So then later on, the story gets picked up by TMZ and, and, and everything starts to come out. Then, you know, several different actors from the Power Rangers uh, TV show start coming out and they're, you know, having their tributes. I know Austin St. John, who was a Red Ranger, yep. came out and, and, and said one. And I like, I like Tiz because he kept the 100. He said, you know, we weren't best friends, we weren't drinking buddies, but, right. you know, once a ranger, always a ranger and all that. And Walter Jones came out, uh, David Yust, who was a blue ranger came out as well. Amy Jo Johnson, man, that her video was heartbreaking. Just, um, seeing her and, and she, you know, breaking down and all that. So, um, it, it's, it's affecting a lot of different people. It's affecting a lot of people. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, um, uh, it's crazy because, um, you know, you would never knew the guy was going through a bunch of bullshit right? Until you, until you read about what's actually going on here and the fact that he was going through a divorce and apparently, I don't know if you heard this or not, but apparently he got served divorce papers back in August or July at a Comic-Con. Wow. Right. Wow. He was signing autographs or something at a Comic-Con and somebody comes up there and serves him. Divorce papers. Had a lot of shit going on, bro.
0: Wow. Wow. No, I didn't I didn't hear about that. But yeah, it and people like that, him, Robin Williams, like, and they, they live to entertain people. And yeah, they seem happy. And you don't know what everybody's going, you don't know what anybody's going through really, but that this one came out of left field just like it 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 felt like williams like this one just i didn't know you know I, I wouldn't have thought
1: yeah and then the stories come out now i'm not sure if you noticed or not but the stories actually come out kind of like a timeline of events that that led up to it and what was reported so far is that i guess him and his wife had agreed to meet up at a hotel here in Texas. He lived in Houston. Mm-hmm. And they met up. They had separate rooms. I guess they were going to talk and try to salvage this. People don't understand that they were married for almost 20 years. Okay. Yeah, so, that's that's a long time. That's a long time. So, yeah. I'm assuming they were going to try to salvage this marriage, try to salvage it. But apparently, they got into an argument. It got The, the argument got so heated to the point where hotel staff had to come and calm it down and, and, you know, set the peace. So she had, she had her room. He had his room. He went back to his room somehow later on. I don't know if he texted her or something, but she ends up back in his room and they get into another heated argument about whatever. I don't know what it was. Well, we'll never know. They get into another heated argument and then he locks her out of the room. At this point, she calls the police because she, this was around 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, she mm-hmm. calls the police and and says that she's concerned for his safety, that she's concerned he might do something to himself. So the police get to the hotel. They try to make contact with Frank, and he's not responsive to the door. They have the management open the door, let him in, and they found him on the floor. He had hung himself in the bathroom. Damn. Yeah. Damn. That's heavy, that's
0: some heavy yeah. shit, man, yeah, and and I think and I just think like that's a that's a that's a sad end. that is a really sad end for someone who brought so many people so much joy. cause I'll tell you something to be that age when Power Rangers came out to where I can appreciate it and suspend my belief. And just for a minute, like, just watch this shit. It was amazing. This was an amazing time, man. It really was an amazing time. Like, you haven't you haven't experienced the joy of childhood until you see the Green Ranger fucking up the other Power Rangers. In that's May- what it was.
1: That's what it was. That's that. that that's what it was. Yep. <laughs>
0: Bro, soon as he soon as he jumped in there, I was like, "Oh, he's about to get him the business," and he right. did. Yeah. Have Megazord head on fire, like, bro, this was this was awesome. He is the only person in Power Ranger history to have Megazord called on him while he was still small, like he didn't right. have to get into a, his own Megazord, bro. Like he didn't have to get into the Dragonzord. Right. It was like no, we need we need Megazord right now because this is a problem.
1: Yeah, no, it was it was I was uh, it's funny because I was actually um, just watching um, Green with Evil, the Power Rangers uh, the the episodes uh, Green with Evil it was a five parter that mm-hmm. where we got introduced to Jason playing the role of Tommy Oliver and just how he was you know this this nice this nice guy. In the beginning, and then Rita repulsed puts a spell on him, and then all of a sudden he's just a complete asshole. And and Kimberly's up there, and he's up there talking shit to her, and it, it's just it was so well done. He played the the character. Oh yeah, it was only supposed to be it, it. was only supposed to be temporary. That character wasn't supposed to last other than what they had for him. But they just they kept finding ways to bring him back. You know, they they had him as a Power Ranger, and then um, they did the episode. It was the the green candle ran out, mm-hmm. and it, they took his powers, and they, and they were like, yep. no, the kids were like, they were getting, I guess they were getting, like, fan letters from Fox talking about, my kids won't eat because the time is out of the show. So, <laughs> That's pain, bro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <So> they, <laughs> That's so they were pain. And, stuff, and, and um, <laughs> they brought they brought him back again, and then they they, they kept, I mean, they kept squeaking the Green Ranger as long as they could. They were like, Oh. We'll now have the. We can turn into the White Ranger. So they did. They did the White Ranger, and then you know for the White Ranger, um, it went. They went to uh, Power Rangers Zio, and then he became the Red Zio Ranger. And at that point, I have to admit, um, at Turbo, he did the Turbo as well. Power Rangers Turbo. Mm-hmm. I tuned out on Turbo because they had that kid, Justin, played by Blake Foster. Blake Foster put out a, a thing the <laughs> other day too on Instagram about Jason. It was sad to read. But they had him as a power ranger. Had him morphing, and then he would get you know becoming a full size adult. I'm like, fuck this, dude! I'm like, I, I was done. <laughs> I, I still, I, I, I stuck done. around. I stuck around until
0: they they were like dinosaur. That dinosaur one. Yeah. Like, well,
1: yeah, you know no. what they, you know something they actually so so around that time actually it's kind of funny because the time that I tuned out there, okay, that's when this right here was created. Yeah
0: yeah and i think i, I tuned, was tuned down around the same
1: time yeah so i tuned in over there to see what was going on with that and i never went back there but i i kept up i, I actually um they did an episode one of, one of the best episodes ever of power rangers it was called um forever red and it was on power rangers in space it featured all the red rangers and, and it had mm. basically jason frank was on there he came back as the, the red zeo ranger and then you yeah. had Austin St. John come back as the original Red Ranger. Then all one fucking episode. It was. I think actually. I've seen that episode. Honestly, I yeah. think I did. Yeah, it was. Yeah, episode.
0: yeah. That's some. That's some shit.
1: Oh, he, he came back as uh he came he once again came back as Tom and Oliver again. He came back later on. It was and I actually watched the entire season of this. It was uh, Power Rangers Dino Thunder. And he came oh, I remember back. that too. Yeah, he came back as as Tommy once again re- re- revived the role, and uh, it was he 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 was doing the same on it. It was very actually very good season of Power Rangers, and uh, then he came back. Him and Amy Jones Johnson came back recently in 2017. They can't they had a cameo at the end of the Power Rangers movie where they teased um, Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, if they hadn't done a sequel. So yeah, yeah.
0: and I hope. I hope they come out with that movie just in tribute to him, if anything, if anything, because I was actually I I was actually looking forward to a sequel to that movie. It actually wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it It wasn't. It it wasn't bad. bad. Right. Yeah. It wasn't a bad movie. So I was like, okay, I'll give the sequel a shot. Like Mm -hmm. and and they're bringing a Green Ranger out. Hell yeah, I'll give this Oh up. they
1: popped. People saw that that was a pop. Yeah. And it was a pop. Yeah, pop. It was a pop showing you basically just how much that character meant. You know, it's kind of like you yeah. know how like you say the, the name WrestleMania sells WrestleMania. Well the yeah. name Tommy Oliver, the sells Green Ranger sells Power Rangers. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah. That is that is very much true.
1: Yeah, just
0: the fact that, like when 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 he when I heard he passed, I was like, man, that's that's fucked up. And then immediately the memories started coming in, like mm-hmm. watching it, and then going outside to try to mimic this shit. Somebody got to play the putty;
1: it ain't gonna be me. Yep, be fun, right? <laughs> we did. We had all I had all all the toys. Fucking had the power. They had some Power Ranger gloves back in the day. I got yep. those. I got the, when he became the white ranger, I got the Saba sword, the damn sword that used yep. to talk. I had that shit. Yep. Never never could get my hands on a dragon dagger, but I'm working on that now uh, to get one of those. And, and, and a, um, a, a personal story for me. So Go we got the, um, the big Texas Comic Con out here um, mm-hmm. a, few, a few weeks ago. And one of the photo ops that I had was for Jason David Frank and i got there but somehow what happened was somehow the information didn't get texted to me as far as showing proof that i got it so it right. and while i'm standing in a line trying to figure this out is that the person on the pa comes and says hey last call for jason david frank i'm like okay i better go but i don't have any proof of this picture on the phone so i'm and right. that's when i end up going over um at this point james Jude courtney is over here so i wouldn't get my picture with him he was cool Come back out, and I'm like, "Where the hell is Jason Frank at?" You know, so he had actually, you know, was going back to his booth at this point. His booth had fucking just people, dude. And yeah, um, I talked to a security guy, <coughs> explained to him my situation. He was like, "Well, you know, you go up there, um, he'll probably he'll probably just take the picture, you know, honor it or whatever." But I'm hearing a different story. All oh, this might be a price difference. I'm like, "Well, I'm already tired, bro, because we were in traffic, like or three hours to even get in this bitch. so i'm out uh, i'm ready to go <laughs> so i'm like I'll, I'll do it tomorrow so um make a long story short um i didn't get a chance to to meet him like i wanted to mm. so a friend um i actually had uh this photo op that i had upgraded because i was going to do halloween kills which was to meet james you, courtney and michael anthony hall I couldn't do it as I, I was intending on going, uh, I was going to go to work the next day. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't make it. I passed it on to them and they used it for something else. But then what happened was is they actually went up there and got me an early birthday. They got, what actually got me a birthday present was they went up there and took, uh, they told, met Jason David Frank. And he told Jason Frank about me and told him how I came up here yesterday to meet him, and I had missed him, and he was like, "Yeah, I think he's at work right now." Well, does he have video chat? Uh, does he have like you know all this? This what Jason was asking. And he goes, "I don't know," but the woman that represents the comment, well, coming on, well, we don't do that. You know, we don't do phone calls, we don't do video calls, and all that stuff. And Jason says, "I do," so he says, "Get him on the phone." So wow, dude. Uh, so so the friend calls me. And says hey d he's like i got somebody on the phone let's talk to you it's jason david frank so i'm like holy shit. so i'm on the phone talking to the guy right <laughs> so he's he's cool as shit, talking to me about the movie he asked him out called um i think it's called the legend legend of a dragon or something like that um mm-hmm. and um he you know basically he told <laughs> me he appreciated me as being a fan of his for all these years and keeping up with him and all that and uh, he was really cool. And that's what he did for me. And then he gave me he had uh, gave me an autograph picture on there, you know, put on there, put for, for to Frank D and all that and whatever. And I got that over here. So so, so that's my Jason David Frank experience. Like, dude, took his time out and 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 called me and all that and and spoke to me and gave me an autograph and all that stuff. And that's just the kind of guy he was, man. He told basically the girl was like, oh, well, we don't do that. He says, I do that. So that's, that's, you, like, that's, you know, fuck you. That's legendary. Yeah. Yeah, I, I that. <laughs> yeah. So that's, so that's, that's something that I will never forget at all. That's something I'm going to carry around with me forever. Uh, the fact that he did that for me. And he that's he's, awesome. I'm pretty sure. And then hearing stories where people have come up to meet him just to shake his hand and say, he was like, oh, you're here for an a picture. And somebody says, I don't have any money. Um, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have any money. He's like, oh, don't worry about that. And we'll sign an for him for free and take a picture on him for free that's the kind of guy that he was.
0: I've seen I've actually seen him do that at uh he did it at uh actually I saw him what year was this? 2018. We went to LA Comic Con and um it was him and the original Black Ranger. They were yeah. both there. And he he w- he was doing that. But me, I'm the type of person like I spoke to him. I was like, "Hey, what's up?" I spoke to him and um, I didn't, I didn't ask for nothing. Cause you know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm weird with celebrities. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, you have your life, you're living it. I know you're busy. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to bother you. I'm, I'm that type of person. Like you're, yeah. you're just living life, man. Like I go on about your day. Like I've done that with, with countless people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was one of them. I, I spoke, make sure I was nice Keep it pushing. I know you're busy, but I did see him like take time out to like people didn't pay. He he's getting autographs like he's giving them. He autographs. took the
1: time yeah. out to talk to everybody. I saw that Each, myself. I was if, there. if
0: a fan was interested in him, like he would give them his time, and mm-hmm. I, I thought
1: that was cool as
0: fuck. Honestly, mm-hmm. I, I really did think that was some cool shit.
1: Yeah, he is a real cool. Like if he, if you know, that's the type of celebrity you want to be, is one of them yeah. dudes like, like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Just a very humble guy. Just, he, that guy was a Power Rangers, I mean, period. He was the yeah. only one, he's 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 the one who's appeared in most episodes ever of the Power Rangers. And it's inspired, not only the Power Rangers, he just inspired people to get into martial arts. Because was, he was a real yeah. martial arts. you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, he's definitely. Uh, he definitely will be missed. <laughs> that's funny,
0: because, like, even, like, not even not even thinking about it, some shit I did, like, me when Tiana was uh, a baby, like, I used to make the Tommy sounds, like, when he's in the Rangers and he's battling people, and yeah, yeah, like, yeah. me and her would play fight, and I would make them sound, like, <laughs> thinking about shit like that, like, and she copied right. me, and kind of be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, <laughs> Like And it's funny, because, thinking about it now, I'm like, that's that's hilarious. But yeah. Definitely gonna be missed. Uh thank you for shining your light. All right. you,
1: might wanna so, you, just, you might wanna repeat what you just you might want to repeat what you just said because you froze there, partner.
0: They not really. I said it thank sure you did. for shining your light. Uh rest easy. And uh thank you for for the memories
1: absolutely yep and it you know, and it always be there it is it, oh, everything yeah. he's done it always be that's that's a, that's the beautiful thing really honestly about streaming is that you can watch the power rangers pretty much they they have the first seasons on Netflix but YouTube has every episode ever of the power rangers up there yep. so if you want to watch the power rangers the uh, if you just want to escape the bullshit and just want to go back in time and Suspending your disbelief, then that's the show to do it. I even oh, yeah. have to watch it. I watch it now, and I can even see, eh, yeah, that's the Japanese Iron Rangers over there. And yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I dig it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right, man. This week in wrestling history, uh, we normally yeah. do on this day, but so much stuff happened uh Mm -hmm. yesterday today and tomorrow so this is a pretty big week in history um starting with uh november the 23rd uh, actually november 22nd 1990 Mm -hmm. survivor series with the debut of one of the actually i'm just gonna call it the most iconic Figure in WWF slash e history, mm. The Undertaker mm. debuted that night.
1: He sure did. Came out with Brother yep. Love. Yep. And who knew? Look
0: at the size of that ham hock.
1: Right. Check out those <laughs> drumsticks, baby. Yeah. I re- I remember that. I I watched that pay-per-view every now and again. So I definitely remember um, just people didn't know what to think of it. Especially if you were a diehard fan at that time and you were watching WCW, you would have saw him on there as me, Mark. So mm-hmm. to see him come back and he's going to be this, um, this, this zombie type character. It was something new. It was something different. Um, something Mm -hmm. they probably would have done in Memphis, so it, it definitely, it definitely worked. Who, who would have thought that him coming in at Survivor Series 1990, and basically as the mystery man for Ted DiBiase's team, who would have thought and known that that would spawn his career to what it is today? I, I'm sure as hell would have thought that, I would have thought honestly, something like that would have been a flash in the pan.
0: Yeah, two months tops.
1: But he right. made it a career, <laughs> and then and then a year later to go on to Survivor Series ninety one as yep. a rookie still you're in the main event with Hulk Hogan you're wrestling for the WWF championship and you beat him which is you no beat one be the Hogan man in the era right yeah no one beat Hogan in that era only only Hogan only lost to a couple of people you you can put your name on that list as somebody that you beat the Hulkster in, in that era of Hulkamania. I think yeah. the only time he ever done it before was the Wood White Warrior.
0: Yeah, yeah, you beat Hogan in 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 the era of Hulkamania, right?
1: Yep, for destruction. Yeah. Well, 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 it was the era of Hulkamania, but it's it's you know, arguable. Hogan Mania was kind of winding down at this point. This was like November '91, so it was it was definitely on his way, his last legs in the WWF. And then you know, every, you know, we all know what happened later on when he got to WCW. The reason why the turn was made, but at this point, Hogan still had some juice. And to beat Hogan at this time, when Hogan wasn't really dropping anyone, and that includes Randy Savage, we never dropped you, which is crazy. Um... <laughs> That, you know, shows you.
0: Yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, Also, on this day in history, uh, the first ever today is the 39th anniversary of the first Starcade.
1: Yeah. And I believe that was headlined by Ric Flair versus Harvey Race for the World Heavyweight Championship. And, um, I think it was in Greensboro, the Greensboro Coliseum. Yes. And uh that was the old Jim Crockett promotions. Um, that was the show. That that was the show to be on. Before there was WrestleMania, there was Starcade. And yes. It's just Vince Vince just took that idea and Vince ran with it and created WrestleMania. Now imagine imagine if if Crockett had followed the steps that McMahon took for WrestleMania. How big will Starcade have been on there? And I'm really surprised at this point, too. And maybe that'll change, you know, in, in the coming year. That'll change, you know, because Triple H being a, a, a traditionalist that he is. Um, maybe they'll dust off the Starcade name and actually put that as one of the, uh, the, the pay-per-views for the, the premium events.
0: I hope so. Um, I would love to see that come back as a premium event. Uh, just its own event, not like a nxt version of it you know that's what i mean, I mean like all it. It. yeah
1: yeah like like how we have it how we have it on the main roster it should be a main roster show you know and I, and I think he knows that um with them bringing the war games to the main roster i think war games now is going to be a main roster um that's gonna be a main roster match i understand moving forward right. so uh, because they they need a new footage for war games the only yeah, thing you have, have is for people who aren't even in the company anymore, right? So, but te- but but let me ask you this question: Is it really war games that there is no ceiling on the on on top of the cage? No, it's not really war games. No, it's the a double steel cage. It's a double seal cage. Yeah, the only authentic, yeah. war, to be honest yeah. about it, the only authentic war games match is bloody guts in AEW. Uh,
0: no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. But that that's what war games was. Right, four sides of steel. Yep. Well, five, with the ceiling. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you're surrounded by steel.
1: And a match beyond. Mm-hmm. Yep. A damn shame that Cody's not there at this time right now because Cody would be perfect to step into his father's creation and and been on the team versus blood the bloodline. But yeah, we'll see injury I don't think code is coming back to a
0: rumble unless because we've heard nothing about how his recovery is going unless it's going super well and he's able he's on some John Cena energy and that shit healed like Wolverine and he can get back in there I don't expect him back at Survivor Series
1: well you know what um speaking of the rumble Um, there's speculation that we actually talked about this here on the podcast, uh, a few weeks ago, there's actually speculation right now that the rock could be returning at the rumble. Yeah. And we talked, we talked about this and we kind of said it would make obvious, you know, it it would be obvious for him to show up there because that's the only way you wrestle Roman Reigns is you have to be the winner of the Royal Rumble to go on. Yep. So unless Roman Reigns drops one of the championships, then the obvious I don't decision would be—me either—and the obvious decision would be he's going to have to wrestle. Um, he's going to have to wrestle the winner of the Rumble. Which, right. if The Rock comes out at the Rumble, that, that we're going to we're going to be there live. Almodum is going to fucking blow the—they're going to blow the roof off. its,
0: it's going to lose its collective shit. Me yep. included. Yeah. Yeah. Me included. I, you want to see a mark out, let him walk out at number 30. Yeah. <laughs> Unless number 30 so don't put them in there. Like or 25 like 19 or so. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Don't yeah. put them in there early. But if right. you're going to put him in there, like, put him in there, like, 28, 29, 30. Those are your numbers. You know what I mean? Let him, let him rumble around a little bit, get his get his feet wet, get the rust off, and win. And then now we're on, the, we're on the road to WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So I agree. Yeah.
1: And that's the only way to me, that's the only way they're going to be able to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: I agree. This will be the only way you can you can do that. Yep. So yeah.
1: Very but nice you, this weekend. What? You but you, sir, I was gonna tell you, yeah, that's the very nicest week in history. Well, let's get down to the reality of wrestling right now. No gimmick and fish, let's do it, you know, in, intended on you know booker T, but so <laughs> you uh you got your comments here about AEW. So I'm gonna go ahead and let you handle the next segment of the show. I'm just gonna sit back and I'll chime in when I want to chime in, but you're you're the person that's you know keeping up with it and you're the you know you watched the, the what do they call it? Dino meat? You watched it, <laughs> so you're right ahead. Well, let's go let's go full
0: gear first. So uh full gear. Overall, decent pay-per-view. We had MJF finally winning the uh, AEW World Championship belt. Jamie Hayter, women the winning the AEW Women's Interim at that time Championship belt. Uh, the Elite returned and lost to Death Triangle. Uh, Ricky Starks and uh, fuck, what is his name? They had a great match. I want to call him Lance Hoyt, but Lance Archer. They had a very good match. Um, The TNT title swapped hands. Wardlow is no longer the TNT champion. That match was a banger. It was him, Samoa Joe, and Powerhouse Hobbs. I was rooting for Powerhouse Hobbs, but uh it made sense to me that Samojo walked out I wasn't mad at the at the result I wouldn't have been mad either way but I think that was a very good very good match match of the night um who did they open up with because I thought the opener was the match of the night whoever they opened up with was the match of the night can't remember who it was but
1: wasn't it the Acclaimed versus Swerve and Glory? No, that was later.
0: That was okay. later. But that was also a very good match. Mm. Um, Keith Lee walking away from Swerve. That was that was that was a good match. That that actually was a very good match. Uh, even Nyla Rose versus Jay Cargill. Was a good match. There was no bad match on this. Wasn't the
1: first match the four way for the uh, ROH championship?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. And that was that. That was my match of the night because that was a good match. The crowd was hot for it, and the only thing, the only thing, and I sympathize with the crowd on this. This was a long pay per view because by the time they got to Swerve and Keith Lee versus the Acclaimed, you could tell the crowd had gotten tired because they're on the East Coast. This already started late. And by this time, I think it was like 11 o'clock and you still had pay-per-view to go. Um, But these were all good matches too. So they stayed in it, but they weren't as lively towards the end as they were in the beginning. They stayed in the the matches though. Yeah, it's a problem. But I've talked about before. I can't. Yeah, I know. That wrong ass shit. I know. I know. And just knowing, but in in my head, and even me in my head, I'm like, "Damn, this is a long ass pay per view. It is a long pay per view." But we still got great matches coming, and I think that's how the crowd felt, and you can you can kind of sense that, like. Damn, this shit's long, but these matches have been fire, and we still got more matches to come. So, by the time they got to, they did Paige, uh, Soraya versus uh, Britt Baker. Great match. The crowd at the end of that match was like, okay, we're tired, dude. Like, we're tired. Let's let's get through these matches. We'll stay here. We'll cheer you on, but let's get through this shit. And they popped for mjf like they they came back alive when he came out and that made that match great because that was a good match and then they had regal turning on john moxley um very very well thought out and then mjf at the media scrum which i'm like why are we still having these He gave me a reason to like them again. He comes in, he comes in, guns blazing, goes off, walks out. I was like, okay. And then the rest of the media scrum was good too. So coming back from that, from that to Dynamite, uh, we saw a little bit of continuation. Uh, On Dynamite, what we did get on Dynamite tonight was we got, uh, we didn't get Soraya. But we got Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. They planted the seed for that. Swerve and Keith Lee looks like they're going to be going into a feud. Or either they're going into a feud or we may see a heel turn from Keith Lee.
1: Either or. I think Keith I, Keith Lee is the baby face of this. Swerve is the heel.
0: Right. But we may be getting something out of that. Um, like I mentioned, Thunder Rosa was stripped of the uh, AEW women's title. And Jamie Hayter is officially the AEW women's champion, no interim attached. which mm-hmm. sucks for Tony Storm. <laughs> but yeah. it was time. It was time.
1: No, that, um, that interim shit is stupid. WWE never does Yeah, it was time.
0: Champion. It was time. Like, just, she's not coming back anytime soon.
1: And he put that, and, and Tony, that's one of the times where Khan actually did listen to the fans. Because the fans yeah, were telling him, we're, we're tired of this interim championship shit. He was like, oh, I think it's a, I, I think it's a good idea. You know, no, dude, it's not. It's stupid, all right? It's, it's dumb. I'm glad he finally did something with it. And actually, no, he put the on Hater. And yeah, I just, I, I, you know, Tony Storm will probably, she'll probably go into a feud now, maybe so with, with Jade for the TBS championship or something like that. Um, something like that.
0: But, but the feud is
1: going to be Jade Carr. The feud actually is going to be Hater versus Britt Baker. That's going to be one where yeah, they're going the to cheer the shit out of, they're going to cheer the shit. Out uh, of Jane Hader, they're gonna gonna probably end up being the biggest babyface female they have on the roster when it's all said. Yeah, time. because yeah. Britt Baker has heat. She has the heat of she. She just has that. She has that heat about her. Like in certain areas, mm-hmm. Britt Baker is real over, In other areas, she's a real heel bitch, and that's what I like. Yeah, and I agree with you, and I think that's gonna
0: be the feud to watch. But with this, AEW's women's division is. St- Starting to seem kind of stacked, bro. Like for real. So you well, got there. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah. Well, she's there helping out with the women's event. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. It, it's starting to seem a little stacked. So you got Soraya.
0: you got Britt, you got Jamie Hayter, you got uh Jay Cargill, and then you have uh I don't want to call her Ember Moon, but Athena. You she just turned a heel. About. Athena. Yeah. yeah, she just turned heel. Yeah, I love that heel turn. Love it. I love it. Um, and then you got some up and comers in there too. So it's a pretty it's it's a pretty good time right now in the women's division.
1: Right, they got uh, so, uh They got Kier Hogan is is there, and you have um. Yeah. um to the woman I think they should be pushing I think she's hurt right now but we'll see when she comes back Abaddon
0: Abaddon yeah I think she is injured and then you got um, Chris Statlander coming back yeah so yeah it's it's a it's a pretty good pretty good division right now so kind of excited to see what they do with it uh you got some, some pretty good feuds in there that you can make and you can make some good money with it
1: so, so what was the um, follow-up to the Regal assisting MJF? So that started Dynamite,
0: and uh, Moxley came out, called him out, and was gonna beat him, beat him up, and Brian Dameson saved him. So he was like. He pleaded with Moxley. He was like, Please don't. The man's got a bad neck. Uh, he's got some bleeding on the brain, also. Like, you know this. And then, like, he put like it, it was really a heavy segment. He was like, My dad had the same struggles as you. And when I had to figure out how to love my dad, like this man was here for me. Please don't beat him up. You know what I mean? He was like, Imagine. Someone teaching your daughter how to love you through, like that's what he means to me. Like, please don't beat him up. So, as much as much as Moxley wanted to beat him up, he was like, "Run, far away, and never, never come back." And so, there, there's a lot more on the table with that.
1: So, what did Regal do? He ran away. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he walked off.
1: So, what do you think is the, the outcome here? Because it's—I I mean, it's not obviously, obviously, the Blackpool Combat Club is still a thing. But how yeah. you had the Blackpool Combat Club with out, with without without Regal? Yeah, exactly. But obviously, without Regal's Regal still in the Regal still in the in the group. But he has to explain why he did what he did. Right, we didn't get an
0: explanation. We got a near beatdown and a walk-off.
1: So, I mean, there's so many money matches on the table there. Um, Oh. MJF, Danielson. MJF, Moxley again. MJF, uh, Castagnoli. Um, I can't see MJF being aligned with the combat glove. No. He, He... I don't think he will
0: be and i don't think regal will be and i think it's probably regal destroying them himself is what i think is going to
1: utterly makes no sense it makes it makes no sense like anyway cv wonder because he have could have seen that swerve coming with week with regal but it just doesn't make any sense
0: well yeah because the seed was planted for that weeks in advance but i also think the seed is planted
1: for this to happen, too, I so, think to see this planet be- for Danielson to turn. Danielson never yeah, turned. So he never turned face. Yeah, I know. So I know. and and Danielson, some of coming out the heel ramp, he yep. never turned. So I I think yep. that Danielson's going to be the one that's going to turn. I, I think we're going to see Moxley Danielson all over again. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be the Blackpool combat club, but I think they're going to be heels. I think they're all going to turn on Moxley. Yeah, I could see that. I and I honestly that. think, I honestly think MJF is going to be in the combat club. Mm. With no, no Moxley, champion. with no Moxley, Moxley has to now find a new group to go up against the group he was once a part of. Who do you got? You got you got Eddie Kingston there. You have um, what's his face um, from uh, Pride and Power for what's his name to do that's that's one right now. Ortiz. Ortiz, yeah, you got him. You Get another guy. Go up against the Combat Club. Yeah, Not that they're going to use because obviously MJF he's not affiliated with the firm anymore. And you could take a Lee
0: Moriarty out of there.
1: I don't know. Lee Moriarty is kinda of missing me with that hair.
0: Eh.
1: He can go though. I wanna yeah, but he's kind of missing me, <clears throat> missing me with that hair. I honestly what I would have done is I would have took what it took W. Morrissey and just put him put him as MJ Asley's bodyguard. That's what I would have done.
0: I would have done that too.
1: He would have just been yep. Been out there with him. That's that's this is my bodyguard, basically replacing Wardlow, what Wardlow used to do, and put him in there. And And, and also, when it comes down to the, the, the ROH situation, right? Why is it that Jericho has faced all these former world champions for Ring of Honor, but he has not yet faced Jay Lethal? Him and Jay
0: were. I guess almost in a in a situation with each other I like team, I think, okay. and and I think that's why they didn't go there. Plus, he's a heel, and most of the people that he's facing are faces, like Claudio well, face.
1: Well, I Daniel put Bryan it
0: there. is Daniel Bryan at this point is a tweener. Who? He's not he's neither. Who? Brian Danielson. Oh Brian yeah, Danielson. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a tweener. So until he commits to turning on Moxley, I have him as a tweener. So. He
1: never turned
0: babyface. He hasn't fully committed to being a heel either.
1: I guess we'll see. But I think that's where they're going with the story. I think that's why you saved Regal. Maybe. So I bet they're going to, you know, Rigo's going to be obviously moving forward. Rigo's going to have some association with MJF. And so as a combat club. They're going to listen to Rigo. Yeah. You don't need my Mo- yeah. Moxley, Moxley can be on his own. Moxley can go on his vacation you want to go on now. You can actually confuse Daniel, Brian Danielson with MJF if you want to now. I could
0: see this happening. And simply because you said the vacation. I could see Brian Danielson turning on him and injuring him to where he's out. Yeah. I could see that. And, then
1: you, could, bring back. and, and then, you then you bring them bring back. I see that. And then you bring them back. You feed them with yeah. Moxley or you feed them with Danielson. Uh, you feed him with the Combat Club.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: <clears throat> now, yeah,
0: cool. All right, man. Final thoughts. What you got?
1: Final thoughts is, is that we were all wrong about Austin Theory. You are right. We need yeah. to touch on that. Yeah, yeah, you are right. Yeah. I'm I'm digging this version of Austin awesome Theory. The 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 rugged version no longer taking selfies and doing that stupid shit. Triple H has transformed this guy and says, Okay, we're gonna drop everything you were doing because I think it sucks and it just doesn't work. And we're now. gonna do this. And yeah. we're gonna do this, and this is working out fabulous. Got my yes. thumbs up. So we yes. were wrong on that.
0: We were very wrong on
1: yeah. that. So I'm digging it. Digging that. Still not digging Dominic Mysterio. What? I like Not them. digging it. Not digging it. I that. like Dom. I'm not digging it. And it was a joke. He's out there beating Shelton Benjamin a few weeks ago. No. <laughs> no. I'm digging that. I, think he I didn't is like a, that he beat he, Shelton. He is the weakest link. He is the weakest link in the judgment day.
0: So but as long as they're, I, I like
1: the judgment. I like the Judgment Day, but as long as they have him in the Judgment Day, it don't it, it's it don't work. It was a mediocre fashion.
0: But listen, listen real quick. In every group, the weakest link has always come out on top first. What group are you talking about? And look at the Shield. Who is the who is the weakest link in the Shield?
1: uh that was roman
0: you thought roman was i thought it was seth and he came out yeah. on top first
1: yeah, It was roman 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 didn't have the uh the, the uh uh wrestling abilities of of seth rollins he had the promo ability of a dean ambrose
0: but he had the look
1: he had the look but how long did it take for him to get that that push or yeah, it, took it took it took him a minute exactly. After how many failed how many failed WrestleMania main events to the point where now he finally found something that worked. And, and how did it work? It it pretty much worked with them kind of copying kind of the Rock back in the day. As mm-hmm. it worked, so I don't. Dominic Mysterio is not on that level. He doesn't have any charisma. He doesn't have the same charisma as his father. He doesn't have the same wrestling abilities as his father or anybody who should be on the main roster. He's somebody who should be in NXT. Period.
0: I thought I think Dom's getting way better.
1: That's just I don't think.
0: I think he's getting way better. Nah, I, I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not
1: going. He's pushed on fail. the main roster. When you got people, when you got people that started off like Adam Cole, okay, Adam Cole and all these different cats that started off in NXT and developmental. But yeah, you have this guy get pushed in the main roster. That shows he's right there. Some bullshit with the system. Now tell me, that was
0: know. that was not that was by association. Okay. And we've we've made we've made we've made exceptions for people in the past.
1: Okay, well then they need to make the exception for him and send his ass to NXT. So that should let him going down there and running around. I mean, wrestle. now that
0: NXT... NS- I mean now that it's a thing. Now that it's uh-huh. a thing, yes. But yeah. there are plenty of people in Dom's shoes who didn't have the benefit of an NXT and went on to lead great careers.
1: He's not he's not on that level, dude. He's not. I, I look at him right now, he's fucking Eric Watts. Wow. Wow. So Eric Watts I don't I that. don't
0: think so. I don't. It's
1: not Watson. Ashley Russell.
0: I don't think so. I think I think Dom is holding his own. This I is just me. So. Yeah, I think you. he's holding his own, and I think he's starting to step out on on his confidence. This is just me watching it.
1: I'd I like to see them walk, to... I'd, I'd like to see one week when he's out there cutting a promo, and they're not piping in the WWE Thunderdome. So let's see the no reaction he's getting.
0: That comes with time. That comes with time. Roman Reigns wasn't the greatest promo guy. And now he cuts awesome promos.
1: Roman, Roman We've Reigns. We've seen that. Roman Reigns is the WWE champion. I'm not talking about Roman yeah, Reigns. Yeah, but there was
0: a time. There was a time. There was a time when Roman Reigns was not a champion and Roman uh-huh. Reigns wasn't great on promos. There was a time.
1: And what did Dom's you do time will come. What, what did you do with somebody who's not great on promos? You gave him a manager. You gave him a mouthpiece. That mouthpiece was Paul Heyman. Yeah,
0: his mouthpiece just happens to is be Ray
1: Ripley. With, uh, no. Not yeah, manager. he, he,
0: he—not his manager, but as far as the story goes.
1: Well, we're gonna be. He wins a lot on her. We're we're gonna agree to disagree on this one because I just don't see shit. I don't, and I haven't seen anything since he got there.
0: We have to agree to disagree
1: because I think you sure he will. will. I, I think I, I think
0: he's. I think he's he's stepping out. I think and I, I think, think, he's, I think it's all step.
1: covered up. I think it's all covered up by the WWE Thunderdome, and I guarantee you, in about a year or two, his ass probably won't even be there. Wow. Wow! He'll go the same, he'll go the same route. He'll go the same route as Ted DiBiase Jr. when they thought he was going to be the next big thing, too. Wow! I think you're wrong. That's just I don't know, me. dude. That shit with, that that shit with Chef Benjamin really uh, upset me.
0: I know it upset me too. I hate seeing, I hated seeing him beat Chef Benjamin.
1: But there's no fucking in the in the him. gist of
0: things. A, it helped him. B, Shelton Benjamin made him look good in that match. And C, he benefited. That's what you from do.
1: It. That's exactly what you do. You're out. That's the whole point of wrestling is you're out there to make your opponent look better than they can make themselves.
0: And Shelton but, did. Shelton did a wonderful job getting him over. He did a wonderful yeah,
1: well, job. Yeah. Well, I, I I think, like I said, dude should, the dude should have been in NXT. That's just my opinion. He should be. He should have been down in NXT. There's plenty of, there's plenty of cats on NXC right now that could use he they can, there's a there's a cat right now in NXC that could have his spot right now on a roster. You're talking I mean, about who Carmelo it is Carmelo Hayes. You damn right I am.
0: Carmelo Hayes deserves to be on the main roster. You're damn that's, right, he does. That's Absolutely. a whole other show. He deserves yeah. to be on the main roster. Yep. Yeah.
1: But you got and him the up is, here. You he's got a him. Up of here. The
0: game.
1: You got this guy here who's basically holding the spot because his last name is Mysterio. Well, it's not really Mysterio, but you know what I'm saying, of who, who his dad is. And he's on the fucking spot. Meanwhile, you got Carmelo Hayes on there who's been killing it in, in NXT because he got there.
0: Alright, so let me let me, let me let me ask you this question.
1: If Nick Hogan had decided to follow in Hogan's footsteps and actually became a, a wrestler sports entertainer and he sucked ass, I would be saying the same fucking thing.
0: Okay, point taken. But he goes to NXT, learns the craft, gets good yes. really fast. Yes, right. Yes, goes to the main roster, no problem, right? Okay. That there's no problem there.
1: No. Okay. Because just, he paid he, his dues in NXT. He didn't pay his dues. Who's to
0: say he's not paying his dues paying, right now?
1: Oh, really? What? Oh, you? Oh, yeah. Pay your dues on the main roster, kid. Maybe
0: he is. You don't know that. The man may be paying. He might not be paying the dues as in putting the putting the time in and going through the, devel- the uh, development. He may not be doing that, but he could be paying his dues in other ways. He's not a straight-up top star right now. He's not. But I think for where he is on the card, he's actually holding his weight. That's just me looking at.
1: That's it. that's that's absolutely, it. and that's where we here on No Gamics we will agree to disagree because I just don't agree with that statement. <laughs> I think that he, you got people like Carmelo Hayes on NXT that have been killing it, and he's stuck down in fucking NXT. You got this guy up here who's up there because his his fucking dad is Ray Mysterio, and let's be honest about it, he will never hold a candle to the career Ray had. Never, ever, ever.
0: Those are big shoes to fill. That's those that's are huge.
1: those a humongous shoes to fill. Just like I said, if Nick Hogan, had got into the business. It would be humongous shoes for him to fill because you got to you got do everything better than, than Hogan did.
0: You know, yeah. the only person, you
1: gotta, the only person you gotta, that like be a... the only person that I can that can, that can be in those shoes that can step up to the plate that can be like sort of like a lineage and say, you know what, I did something, you know, on the same caliber of my father. That's probably Charlotte Flair. No, Charlotte Flair is better than Ric Flair. I, I show show me where she's drawing more money than her daddy. Uh, money, money, and a, I'm, money and I'm talking and I'm
0: Charlotte. talking about
1: and I'm talking about and I'm talking about the way the business used to be before it's guaranteed downtime, guaranteed guarantee shit. I'm talking about when you had to be a wrestler like Rick did, where you drew simply on the house. How much the house made is how much you got paid. Not this shit here where everybody has a contract and it's a guarantee. No, I'm talking about when they used to have to go and they used to have to put asses in the seats. When Rick was carrying companies on his back. You feel what I'm saying? So it's not the same thing, dude.
0: Uh, Yeah, it is. What's oh, not? Yeah, it is. Yes, nope. it is. It Those, definitely oh, how is. It? How and honestly, it? I give how is it? Charlotte do you a leg have, up do you on Rick go, on that? Do, you,
1: do you go... Do you, have you ever been behind the scenes of a wrestling company to actually know how it is, to, to actually say that right now?
0: No, but I'm okay, telling you.
1: So how is the same thing?
0: Because it's not.
1: It's not.
0: What, Charlotte, what Charlotte Flair has done for the women's division, not only in WWE, but all across wrestling, is leaps and bounds, dude. Leaps and bounds. She is the face of that shit.
1: The face. So so what? So if she was the face of it, then who the fuck were Trish Stratus and and Jazz and Victoria and all the rest of it And Gail Kim? Who, who the fuck were they? If they if, if she surpassed what they did? I'm telling you, Charlotte Flair. She's the face
0: is the face of women's wrestling
1: right now. Nope. She's not. The face of women's wrestling right now is Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. They're the faces of women's wrestling right now.
0: That's because Charlotte isn't there.
1: When Charlotte was there, Bianca and Charlotte Becky was were the, the faces. Face. They were the faces. Charlotte's not even, uh, and, and I said, I said a minute ago, I said Charlotte has filled her will be close to filling her father's footsteps. You said she was better than Rick. My point. Rick will tell you that,
0: she's better than him.
1: Rick Flair will
0: tell you Charlotte Flair is. Better Rick than Flair you.
1: will also tell you that tomorrow he didn't like Bret Hart, and then yeah, I like them next week. <laughs> okay. That's like me that's like, that's like that's like me that's like me saying some some bullshit and saying, "Oh, man. You know what? Damn it. Hey. That that fucking that that fucking um that that Buff Bagwell. That dude should have been a world heavyweight champion. You see that how 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 I can lie and that's bullshit. Bullshit. Okay. All right. Now Now, what I will say is this. I'd like to see Dominic get better in the ring. I want you to see the match between him and his daddy. But I don't want to see him in a situation where his daddy has to carry the whole fucking match. Because he don't know what he's doing. That's what I'm saying. Is that match going to be big time when they do it? Absolutely. Father versus son? Yes. That's going to be tremendous when they do it. Absolutely. But... And, and, I, and I like the judgment day. But at the same time, dude, he's the weakest link in the judgment day. He's like the Virgil of the judgment day. God damn. That's harsh. Yeah, I know. Uh, we'll have to revisit this conversation later. That damn right, we'll have to revisit it. No, I take that back. Dominic's not lonely, so I'll take that back. Now, if he would not now, if it was a situation where he was actually, and this was a shoot, and then he was actually, you know, getting in between those cheeks of Rhea Ripley, and that's a different story, you know what I mean? If he was actually, you know, you know, but you know, it's sports entertainment. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that'd it. be a different yeah. story. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but other than
1: that, uh, other than that. I got nothing else. We, we'll we'll definitely have to revisit this. Uh, we'll have to revisit revisit this discussion here. Um, yeah, because we need to really. I need to really. We need we need to really analyze. I mean, they could have gave Dom the LWO. You know what I mean? That that would have been better. You know, hey Dom, you're gonna leave the LWO. You know, you're gonna you know you're gonna force your father to to wear a t-shirt. You know, something like that. You know, wow. not not have him out there. <laughs> not. You know, not having out there trying to be some gothic fucking vampire or whatever the fuck they're doing with the Judgment Day. All right, he could have just basically said, "Hey, listen, you're going to be the leader of the LWO. You're going to have to try to recruit your father. You're, we're going to rehash this whole angle we did WW with Eddie and, and Ray. You could have done that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know? but not have a version of that. that. That's, exactly, not having come out there being a vampire. All right, I, I
0: I'll agree with you there. And on that note, I have nothing else.
1: (laughs) I got nothing else here, so I got two words for you. (sighs) Never mind.
0: Those are the two words you had? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So you going to hit your catchphrase?
1: People. It's cold outside, right? You know, we're going through, you know, about to hit winter and all that in a little while. And it's it's raining outside. It's, it's you know, cold. Barely. Um, help control the pet population out there. Have your pet spayed or neutered. And if you don't want to, ch- if, if you, if you think it's a good idea to, you know, Mary, let's go to the, the, the pound tomorrow. Let's go pick out a dog for Christmas. Hmm. Let's get one. Yeah, let's do that. And you go in there and get a little puppy, and he looks all nice and whoop de whoop and all that. And then, you know, I'm tired of that damn dog out there with his noise and shitting all over the floor. I want to get rid of it. Well, I don't want to take that to the pound. Oh, don't worry about that. We'll just dump it in the neighborhood somewhere and get rid of it. You ought to be dragged into jail by your balls when you do that shit. Right by the balls ride the balls. So here's the deal. Help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or fucking neutered or don't get them at all. How about that? And that's the end of it. Exactly. That's exactly. Couldn't
0: have said it better myself. So for Frank D for Black Mac for No Gimmicks for DFPN thank y'all for tuning in. Come back in next time. Till then peace.